Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Censorship, Misinformation, and Democracy. American society is in the midst of a vigorous meta debate concerning censorship, free speech, and democracy. The debate is, at times, difficult to follow because of the apparent contradictions and doublespeak that it produces. It may be useful to make some distinctions that are inherent in this discourse. The first such distinction is in what different parties mean by the term democracy. There is a progressive faction that insists that, for example, social media suppression of certain views is essential to our democracy. Free speech is therefore a potential threat to democracy, a counterintuitive claim. The progressive view of democracy is that people are granted the ability to choose among limited possibilities that are acceptable to globalist elites. The concept is familiar to parents who influence their children's behavior by providing only acceptable choices, rather than asking if the child wants to brush his teeth, the parents ask if the child wants to use a blue or red toothbrush. The progressive uses the same tactic. Do you want increased immigration from lax border enforcement or reform of legal immigration laws, or both? Do you want to eliminate fossil fuels with carbon taxes or subsidies for renewable energy, or both? And so on. Democracy in this context is the illusion of choice provided by choosing among the options acceptable to the elite opinion. When progressives claim that free speech is a threat to democracy, they are not contradicting themselves, they are merely being selective about what they mean by democracy. The classical liberal view is that democracy allows the people to choose among all available alternatives, not merely those pre-selected and acceptable to elite opinion. Dispute about this point is why progressives accommodate outright censorship. 
They do not want the people to be informed of possibilities and alternatives other than those favorable to a progressive agenda. For example, elite opinion wants everyone to be vaccinated against COVID. Therefore, any information that might raise questions which are inconvenient to this goal must be suppressed. Whether it is a legitimate questioning of vaccine efficacy and side effects, the availability of treatments, the virulence of variants, etc. In order to understand the role of censorship and misinformation in public discourse, it may be useful to make a simple distinction between facts and truth. In simple terms, facts are observed and truths are inferred, or alternatively, facts are evidence and truth is the conclusion drawn from the evidence. This relationship between facts and truth is found throughout science and human progress. For example, Tecco Brane made detailed observations of motions of planets, recorded the facts, and Johann Kepler used these data to derive the laws of planetary motion, the truth. The key characteristics of facts and truths in this simple model is that facts must be accurate descriptions of, of observations, and truths must represent the realities that facts illustrate. This schematic distinction between facts and truth illustrates the difference in worldview between progressives and classical liberals. One practical example of this principle is that crime rates before and after enactment of bail reform laws and election of progressive prosecutors are facts, and the people are quite qualified to assess those facts and determine if the theories of experts and elite ideologues are valid. One of the premises, as well as benefits, of true democracy is that the people possess collective wisdom, reason, and common sense to derive truths from facts if those facts are accurately presented, particularly with regard to political questions. The progressive view is that the only experts of self-styled elites are qualified to do so. This latter view results in the claim that any proffered facts or inferences drawn from them or misinformation if they conflict with a progressive opinion. Progressives try to control discourse in various ways. One is by limiting dissemination of facts so that the people are not tempted to draw disfavored conclusions from them. This tactic is commonly seen in crime reports, where the race of the suspect is known but not reported. If it was also seen in Pfizer's attempt to prohibit inspection of clinical data regarding COVID vaccines for 75 years and social media companies squelching any COVID-related discussion of intervectimate. The result of this tactic is the censorship found on Twitter and Facebook. Another progressive tactic is to explicitly limit analysis of facts to selected experts 
or to permit journalists to substitute subjective determinations of what they think is the truth for objective information. The evening news was once 15 minutes long and consisted mostly of facts, without the presumptuous need to have someone explain what those facts meant. The role of journalist was understood to be a report to report facts accurately and without bias, and opinions were clearly identified as such. Fake, but accurate, was an oxymoron. Favored opinions are now presented as truths, and anything that questions or contradicts them is derailed as misinformation and dangerous. The goal of this tactic is to create doubt in people's ability to evaluate, discuss, and draw conclusions from the facts so that the only opinions open for discussion are approved opinions. A third tactic of progressive information management is to hinder popular evaluation and discussion of facts by resort to euphemisms and neologisms. Thus, facts are presented in language such as birthing person, mostly peaceful, Putin's price hike, etc. The implication of such language is that it is irrefutable that men can give birth, that it is Putin to blame for inflation, etc. These are opinions presented as facts with the intent to inhibit by altering basic assumptions, people's ability to objectively analyze and draw independent conclusions from them. The above observations permit understanding of the seemingly dystopian and surreal discussions around misinformation, censorship, and democracy. In a nutshell, Elite opinion believes that ordinary people should not be trusted to make independent evaluation of facts in order to ascertain truths, nor make informed, independent decisions about their individual lives and the societies in which they live. Furthermore, the elites believe that if people are allowed to evaluate and discern among all possible alternatives regarding a particular issue, they might make the wrong decisions, and therefore the choices with which are presented must be limited to a narrow, approved range. This is not democracy. It is paternalistic tyranny, and it is stupid and destructive. This left-wing enterprise is currently vigorous and pernicious. It manifests in such things as the New York Times claiming that James O'Keefe is not a legitimate journalist, or social media platforms deciding among themselves what are approved news sources or independent fact-checkers. The validity of facts does not depend on who reports them. This leftist enterprise can and will do a significant amount of damage but it is destined to fail in the long run because the truth is not a matter of opinion. And the people are better judges of their own interest and welfare than our tech oligarchs and cherry-picked experts. 
The reality of the world ignored at its own peril is in facts are stubborn things. And as Shakespeare observed in The Merchant of Venice, the truth will out. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription, mailed within the United States, is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. time here this evening uh, getting into the news articles. I have a ton of uh, good news articles, uh, but I do think I forgot to uh, introduce myself there at the beginning of the show. Uh, my loyal listeners, they all know exactly who I am, uh, but for any new listeners uh, that may be listening to the show for the first time this evening, uh, I am your host, Paul Brown. Uh, so uh, any new listeners, welcome. I hope you enjoy uh, the show. If you do, uh, keep coming back. Uh, the Rust Belt Klansman airs here on White Pride Radio every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And at the end of this show, uh, I also have a live version of this show called Rust Belt Live. Uh, at the end of the show here, I'll give you information on uh, how you can listen to that and uh, participate. Uh, my first article this evening, and I have two here, uh, that deal with the same thing. Uh, this was posted on uh, Alt-Right TV on the news last week. Uh, but these are important uh, because I have something to say about them. Uh, I posted these articles on several social media sites that I am on and gave my opinion there. But uh, uh, it goes even deeper than that. Uh, this first article comes from the news source, the New York Post. 
And the headline to this, and this comes out of the Rust Belt uh, region of America here, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, the headline is, Viral Footage Shows Black Cop Punching Black Lives Matter Protester at Rally Against Police Violence. Uh, the article here, uh, a black Pennsylvania cop is going viral after he was snapped smacking a Black Lives Matter protester at a rally against police brutality. The officer was captured confronting the protester as chaos broke out between his colleagues and protesters at Saturday's rally in the Pittsburgh suburb of Wilkinsburg, the Pittsburgh City Paper reported. Footage caught the handful of protesters screaming at officers who, defend, uh, who declared, it is, declared it an unlawful assembly, the outlet reported. So uh, here, uh, the officers, this was an unlawful assembly. Uh, I know, as uh, a Klansman myself, you know, if you want to rally or protest, uh, you have to have a, a permit from the city uh, to be on the courthouse steps or uh, wherever you plan to have your uh, rally or protest. These people did not. So it was declared an unlawful protest from the get-go. They were told to beat it, kick rocks. They didn't. A video then showed officers trying to apprehend a woman backing away, shouting obscenities, as a black dress-wearing protester pushed and grabbed at them. Uh, now, I watched this video, and uh, uh, this is... Uh, now, this just says here, a black dress-wearing protester... Um, I would be, uh, you know, from watching the video, uh, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me if this wasn't a dude. Uh, it was a large uh, person, a large black uh, person. Uh, I will say that. Uh, the officer then hit the protester who was intervening with a left hook, as seen in the wild, now viral photo by City Paper Snapper. <laughs> Jared Wickerham. Now, that's how they put that. Uh, the, the city paper snapper. Uh, <coughs> uh, anyhow, you know, now after watching this video, this is making it look like this uh, uh, black person, whether it, in a dress, whether it was male or female, in today's times, but who knows. Uh, but anyhow, uh, uh, this person pursued this officer. Uh, it's not like this officer, and, and now mind, this officer is black. Uh, this isn't a white officer. This is a black officer. And uh, this person was pursuing uh, this officer. They wouldn't let him alone. Uh, and the, the, the person grabbed the officer. <clears throat> now, you know what? I wouldn't care if that would have been a white person. I would sit here and tell you the same exact thing. If this would have been a white person, grabbing at a black police officer, whether male or female, that officer has the right to defend himself and protect the public. This is their job, to protect and serve. Well, they can't protect us if they are expected to let uh, wild beasts run free in the streets and do whatever they please. So I would be sitting here telling you the same exact thing if this black officer uh, would have punched a white woman 
or maybe further down here in the story, we'll find out if this is a, a woman. Uh, it looked like uh, a woman uh, from what I saw in the video. Uh, but, you know, uh, jumping around uh, with the retard strength and uh, whatnot, it, it's really hard to tell from the video. But in a dress, uh, I guess me being old school, someone in a dress, I think, is a woman. So uh, until we find out maybe different in the article, I will refer to this as a woman. So uh, what I'm telling you is if this black cop would have uh, punched a white woman that was doing the same thing as this black woman was, I would say the same thing. This officer had the right to defend himself, and he had the right to defend the public. Uh, you know, black people, they want to cry every time they're encountered by law enforcement. Uh, they pretty much, because of their whining and crying, eliminated every form of less lethal uh, things that police can use. You know, God forbid they uh, throw a smoke bomb. Uh, God forbid they use a taser. Uh, so here, uh, uh, he used the best method uh, he had uh, in, in his arsenal to use. This black woman grabbed him. And I, I will say this, uh, this officer uh, is a bigger officer as well. And uh, uh, he, he knocked this black woman right out of her hooves. Uh, he dropped her like a sack of potatoes. And he had every right to. Uh, the officer then hit the protester who was intervening with a left hook. As, uh, we read that. Uh, video of the melee also showed a muzzled police canine being kept back from the downed protester who screamed, You're an effing pig. Uh, so there we have disrespect included in this, which, you know, even disrespecting an officer isn't cause for an officer to use any kind of force upon anyone uh, at all, which I'll add this to <clears throat> how many uh, articles, story, news articles have you read or video you have seen where a white person will call a black person the N-word and immediately they're attacked, physically attacked over a verbal uh, word, uh, physically attacked. So, you know, even uh, if, if they want equality, even this uh, black woman calling him an effing pig should have been enough for him to level her. Because when the shoe's on the other foot and a white person calls a black person the N-word, it's okay for that uh, uh, black person to flip out. You know, they can't control their anger. They have no self-control at all over anything, uh, even manners. Uh so th there's your equality. Uh, but there was more to this. Uh, this this uh, black officer didn't uh, 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 jack this black woman just over uh, what she said. She was grabbing at him and pursuing him. Uh, it kind of looked like, uh, and I use this uh, uh, a picture uh, in your mind a lot. Uh, it looked like, uh, what do they call that, the running of the bulls, uh, that town, wherever it is. Uh, where they set the bulls loose to run uh, the streets. And, you know, every year somebody's gored, somebody's killed by one of these bulls. Uh, well, let me tell you something. When the wild beasts are running free in the street, somebody's going to get hurt. Uh, you know, it has to come to an end. Uh, people have to be shown 
there are consequences to their actions. And this black officer showed this uh, 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 black woman there was consequences. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this black woman could have grabbed his taser, his firearm, and then God only knows what would happen. Uh, Wilkinsburg Police Department has yet to comment on the uh, altercation or take any action against the officer. There should be none taken against the officer. Self-defense. Not only for himself, doing his job, protecting and serving. Uh, the officer was captured confronting the protester after the gathering was declared an unlawful assembly. The protester, identified by city paper as uh, Viesto Merced, stumbled while led away in cuffs, complaining throughout. Uh, you, uh, uh, play around, you lay around. That's the first thing these people do, too. When, when they're faced with the consequences for their actions, they want to cry and complain. Uh, one hysterical-sounding woman screamed at the arresting officers, both uh, of who were black, that this is what people do to fight for black people, and this is what these pigs do in the street. Uh, you know, these black people are fighting for equality, uh, they're fighting uh, to be protected, but see, they don't want their own consequences dealt with. Uh, just like the running of the bulls, these beasts want to be left to roam our streets free, do whatever they want to do, you know, burn cities, loot stores, rob, rape, sell drugs, uh, child traffic, uh, worthless, contribute nothing to society, only take, take, take. Um, Wickerham, the local photographer, shared a series of videos earlier in the small rally, which was to demand justice for Jim Rogers, a 54-year-old black man who died in October 2021, less than 24 hours after Pittsburgh police officers tased him eight times. Hey, <coughs> sometimes, and you've seen the videos, uh, tasers. I've seen uh, videos of a lot of white people that are high on uh, usually PCP or uh, methamphetamine, something like that, and the taser does no good. Uh, you know, uh, can you imagine being a, poli a police officer and uh, uh, you tase someone and they just stand there and, and look at you? Like, what was that? Uh, was that the best you have? Uh, can you imagine the fear? Uh, have you ever gotten into a fight and uh, uh, whoever you were fighting, you punch them in the face with all you have and they look at you and smile? You know, uh, when that happens, uh, you know you're in for a rough time, a, a real rough time. When you give it your all and put everything behind that first punch uh, and your opponent uh, looks at you and smiles, uh, you know, you're getting your ass kicked. Uh, plus, uh, here, uh, you know, taste eight times. You have somebody, now I can't say for sure, this 54-year-old black man uh, that died in October of 2021, uh, uh, I can't say uh, that he was stupid. Uh, uh, but, you know, 
your average uh, IQ of someone of the black race is 70, which is borderline retarded. Uh, you know, and when they have actions like this, you can pretty much bet that they're right there uh, at the 70 mark uh, or below. So, you know, if this uh, black guy was tased eight times, it doesn't surprise me that it took eight times. You have to look at what you're dealing with. Uh, if you were dealing with an uncivilized, savage uh, retard with retard strength, and you tase him seven times, and he's still standing, what are you supposed to do? Uh, tase him, give him the eighth one. Uh, you have to uh, uh, apply enough to be able to uh, gain control over the situation. Can you imagine the outrage if he would have been shot? Uh, the clip showed them marching through the middle of the street, carrying a giant Black Lives Matter banner, chanting an One Solution Revolution, as well as Pittsburgh police, enemies of the people. Uh, you know, I have to chuckle uh, when you, especially uh, this Black Lives Matter organization, One Solution Revolution. Now, how well, and you know some black people understand this, you're not going to poke the bear when the, you know the bear will destroy you. Uh, you're not going to pick on uh, someone that you know you have no chance of defeating. Now, a lot of black people, they do understand this. Uh, some don't. And they can't be taught. Hence, all of these articles you see of police having to use brute force against the beast. Uh, revolution. I have to chuckle. Uh, it, it, and I say this all the time on the show, too. Black Lives Matter not only is a hypocritical statement, it is a hypocritical organization, uh, just like Patrice Collier's. Where's all their money going? Uh, her and the elites of this Black Lives Matter organization are sitting around in mansions sipping champagne. Uh, the statistics prove in America there are more black-on-black -black crimes committed than there are white-on-blacks, law enforcement-on-blacks, and other non-whites on blacks combined, there are still more black on black crimes committed. Uh, you know, it's almost like they hate each other. They hate each other, but they want us to, uh, uh, you know, be able to stand the stand them or you know welcome their actions when they don't even uh, they can't stand being around each other. Uh, so you know, uh, hypocritical, a total joke. Total joke. Uh, it also showed them repeatedly screaming F.U. at an officer who first calmly told them they were not doing this in the middle of the street. Uh, they hollered back, yes, we effing are. Uh, one of the protesters screamed back before a mom and daughter were arrested along Merced, the local paper said.
Oh, that's a, just take your uh, uh, child to a riot. <laughs> this is the family values these people have. They'll take their child to a riot. They knew this was going to get out of hand. These aren't civilized people that law enforcement is dealing with. Um, these aren't civilized people. Uh, we as whites are civilized. These people are not. The majority are not. The average are not. That's not racist to say, and I can state that as a fact. Facts are facts. Uh, Wilkins, uh, Wilkinsburg Police Department did not comment on the punch or arrest to any uh, of the local media, nor return calls from the Post on Tuesday. The rally organizers, Justice for Jim Rogers, told uh, Pittsburgh Action News 4 that the caught-on-camera scenes showed clearly that those who wield violence are the police. No, I saw a black beast... Uh, chasing around an officer. Now, they weren't running down the streets chasing, but he, she was chasing. This officer was trying to do his job, and uh, this uh, uh, black woman wouldn't let him alone. She was grabbing at him. This this is proof right here that these people don't think that they should have consequences for their actions. What does this woman think that officer should have done? Uh, if she would have sat on him, uh, she would have crushed, uh, crushed his chest. That white officer would have been on the ground saying, guess what? I can't breathe. But this is what they want. They want no, no consequences for what they do. You know, the only thing that I know of that uh, you know, wouldn't have consequences, because that is the nature of of the beast. Wild beasts in the wild. Which, I, I guess, you know, they still face consequences. Uh, but they can be out in a field doing whatever they want, jumping, rolling around. Uh, you know, blacks in the jungle in Africa can do that. Because they are not in a civilized environment. When you take an uncivilized group of people and you place them in a civilized society, this is what you have. And I actually believe, you know, all the stories that I do, all the news that I see, I actually believe that these people are that stupid that they don't realize what they're doing, that this is uncivilized behavior. They don't, they don't get it. Uh, you know, it's like a dumb dog that you can't teach to play fetch, uh, you can't housebreak. I mean, you're pretty dumb when you think that you can be in the streets causing chaos, and when the police tell you politely to move along, and you don't, and you chase these police around grabbing at them, that when you wouldn't expect a consequence for that, or you don't believe there should be a consequence for that, you are an uncivilized savage. And on top of that, pretty damn stupid. 
uh, the rally organizer, uh, we read that. Uh, we will continue to care for one another and fight for justice for Jim Rogers and all victims of police brutality and anti-black violence, the group said. And the statistics show there is more black-on-black violence than there is violence. Much more. And, you know, statistics also show what the point that I'm trying to make, that you cannot stick an uncivilized group of people in a civilized environment because the blacks consist of and make up 13% of America's population. 13%. Yet this 13% commits over 50% of America's crimes. Do you realize that if we could ship 13% of our population back to their motherland, we could eliminate today 50% of our crimes? Think about that. And these people say they are oppressed? Or they are owed reparations? Get real. Uh, five Pittsburgh police officers were fired in March over Rogers' death, which a coroner classified as accidental and resulting from a lack of oxygen to the brain after he was shocked multiple times. Accidental. And uh, how do they know that the lack of oxygen came from the shocks. When you have a group of people with an average IQ of 70, there's probably already a lack of oxygen to begin with. Uh, the shocks probably didn't do anything. Uh, would, would these same black people be crying if this black man would, say, have had a heart attack and they used a defibrillator on him and he died of uh, uh, the defibrillator, the shock? Would they cry then? You know how to keep from being tased? Don't commit the crime. Boy, that's hard, isn't it? That's hard to figure out. You know how to keep cops away from you? Don't commit crimes. Don't be out causing chaos. And if you are, when they tell you to move along or beat it, kick rocks, kick rocks. That solves the problem. Uh, three other officers who had initially been suspended with pay were allowed to return to their jobs. Uh, you know, like I said, I, can't, I cannot imagine uh, uh, being uh, a police officer today. Now, uh, here, uh, this same, uh, uh, it's a different story. But the same instance. Uh, this article comes from meal.com, and the headline to this is Trolls Hail Officer for Delivering Well Earned Left Hook to Black Lives Matter Protesters. Thank goodness other people can see what I see. Uh, and this article, this, this article, I enjoyed this one even better uh, because this has a still shot uh, of this 
uh, black officer, uh, just as this uh, black woman took a shot to the kisser. <laughs> this actually shows her going down and the officer's fist in the air, uh, straight to the moon. Uh, one right square to the kisser. Uh, this comes out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A police officer was lauded on social media after he was caught on camera smacking a Black Lives Matter protester uh, who was white at a police brutality rally. Uh, this, and I read the, I don't know where that's getting, uh, a Black Lives Matter protester who was white. This person uh, most definitely is not white. Uh, Seth Taylor, a three-year member of the Wilkinsburg Police Department, was snapped confronting the protester at the Saturday, April 16th rally in Pittsburgh suburb of Wilkinsburg. Video footage showed a group of demonstrators screaming at officers after the latter declared it was an unlawful assembly. At one point, police were trying to apprehend a woman who was shouting obscenities when a black dress-wearing protester pushed and grabbed him. This prompted Taylor to swing a left hook at the intervening protester, and the moment was captured in a wild photo that made the rounds on social media. I'd look it up, too. Uh, it's a nice shot to the kisser. Uh, I hope this, uh, this article... Okay, uh, uh, this wasn't a, uh, a black woman. Uh, according to the name, but this most certainly was not a white woman. Uh, the name is Vuestro Merced. Uh, so, uh, where they got a uh, white woman, I have no idea. Well, it, and you know what? Like I said on, in the last article, even if this was a white woman, good, she deserved it. This officer was given no other choice. So, uh, uh, see, uh, uh, this gets interesting here on the show sometimes because I don't read these articles uh, before I'm reading them here on the show. Uh, so this is all new to me. I didn't read this article uh, to where this said this was a white woman. Uh, this definitely uh, is not a white uh, woman. Uh see here where did I leave off uh, this prompted Taylor to swing a left hook at the intervening protester and the moment was captured wild video okay we read that uh, meanwhile video footage from the scene also showed police holding back a canine officer from the downed protester who screamed from the ground you're a effing pig uh, the protester in question, who stumbled while being led away in cuffs, con continued to complain, was later identified by city paper as Viesto, Viestro Merced. Following the arrest, one uh, hysterical protester screamed at the officers that this is what you do to fight for black people, and this is what these pigs do in the streets. Merced was later uh, seen in a video shared by local activists to show they were out and safe and were asking for donations. It's unclear if any charges have been filed. First thing, hands out. Donations. Save me. I'm a complete idiot. I broke the law. Then I broke it again. 
Now can I have your money to save myself? Unbelievable. Uh, photog Wickerham had previously shared a series of videos documenting the small rally, which was held to demand justice for Jim Rogers, the 50-year-old uh, black person with retard strength that had to be tased eight times. Uh, nonetheless, social media was inundated with praises for the officer, Taylor, after he clocked Merced at the rally. Uh, one said, I love it. Watch these cops bust a bunch of freaks who are blocking roads and causing chaos. The cops keep their cool as they affect totally justified arrests. I hope that they got that horrible loud woman, uh, Newsmax host Greg Kelly tweeted. Uh, another one said, best thing I've ever seen in two years, one Twitter user wrote. Black cop delivers a well-earned punch. Uh, this says here, to white Black Lives Matter protester. A friend yells, you are hurting them. Reporter says, he likes turtles, they added. Uh, quick, uh, everyone, another said, quick, everyone donate money to Black Lives Matter so they can bail these protesters out of jail and build another million-dollar mansion, another offered. Uh, another said, it's called self-defense. We need more of it. A comment read, adding, protesters scream about safe spaces, but they go into police officers' safe space and spit and hit. Uh, plus, uh, everyone agrees it's a violation of peaceful assembly. Remember that there comes from, uh, remember where that comes from, the First Amendment. Uh, another said, there's Black Lives Matter. Radical activists should be in jail for a year without bail starting today. Uh, the at FBI should be investigating that organization right now, someone else added. Uh, someone else said, uh, you can bet your last dollar that if that cop were white, the protester lunging at the cop would not be mentioned, and the picture would be of the protester when he was in eighth grade. Another chimed in. Now, this is a protester, and they refer to him as uh, uh, he. Uh, so... Uh, this has me totally confused. Uh, is it a he-she? Is it a homosexual? Uh, Merced? Um, you know, I, I don't know where they are getting uh, white. Unless, I don't know, maybe if uh, is Merced possibly uh, French? Uh, possibly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the person does not look white in the picture. They're wearing the uh, uh, fishnet stockings down over uh, the arm uh, to hold the flubber in. Uh, I see uh, a tattoo plastered on the side of the arm. Uh, maybe it is a, uh, a Navy anchor or something. But, uh, you know, either way, uh, well-deserved. Uh the cop had every right to uh, uh, to do that. And I ask now, where is Black Lives Matter? Uh, you know, uh, now here they at the scene, they attacked this police officer, but I have yet to hear uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, raping anybody or looting stores or burning cities over this. Uh, what's the matter? Uh, maybe Patrice 
has uh, them at the mansion and they haven't heard this yet. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but either way, this, this is what uh, law enforcement in the streets uh, of America have to deal with 24-7. Uh, you know, and in my personal opinion, uh, now I'm saying that this black officer had every right to do what he did, uh, but in, in my opinion, um, I believe law enforcement in a white country should be white only, uh, as, as well as with uh, any governmental positions or any positions of authority that has to do with our white Christian country should be decided upon by white people. Uh, uh, in my opinion, anybody in America that is non-white, they are a guest here. And just like if I had a guest at my home, if you act like an idiot, uh, you're one out front door. One way or another, you can walk out or I'll put you through it. You know, today America, America is our home. A Christian nation, this is our home. And I kind of take these things personally when I see non-whites destroying my home. Uh, you know, I don't believe there is a white person in America that would allow a uh, non-white to go into their homes, now their physical homes, and uh, bust up their furniture and destroy their house. Uh, more white people need to look at America as their larger home, which it is. This is our God-given land. This is our inheritance from God. So when you look at it like that, uh, in which I do, maybe maybe you take things a little more personal. But as any inheritance inheritance that you receive in your lifetime, you cherish that. More white people need to start cherishing their inheritance that God gave them, which is this land. So, uh, oh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, here we go with this again. Uh, and I have two articles uh, that deal uh, uh, with education. Uh, this one comes from The Blaze, the news source The Blaze. And the headline to this is, National Math Council calls on schools to focus on social justice in their mathematics lessons to combat privilege and oppression. Uh, when I put this up on uh, the social media sites last week, I put a little, uh, because, uh, when I put a news article up from Alt-Right TV on, say, Facebook or uh, VK, uh, I try to uh, add a little uh, uh, commentary at the top as to what I think of it, or uh, a warning to people. Uh, in this case, this was a warning. Okay, folks, this isn't just happening right now in select school systems and select school districts. Uh, like in California. Now, that was probably a year ago where they claimed mathematics was racist. This is the National Math Council calling on schools. National. This is nationwide. This is trying to be pushed nationwide now. 
And we'll get into this article a little bit. Uh, it's just a short one. And then I'm going to break it down for you and tell you exactly what this means. Uh, because I don't use fancy words. I don't have to use fancy words. These news articles can use fancy words. These school districts can use fancy words. But I'm able to uh, look at it for what it is and tell you exactly what it means without using the fancy words. See, they use the fancy words to confuse people. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, like when critical race theory first started out. Uh, the queer books being read to children in school. They had these fancy names for it. So when you as a parent uh, got in your child's book bag and you seen what they were doing, you saw these fancy words and thought the uh, uh, public education system was giving your child the finest education possible. This is America, right? You would expect that, right? Uh, so, you know, I tell you how it is in plain, common, ordinary language. Now, you know, uh, I do that. Uh, with just about everything, every article I do, because I'm a down-to-earth, humble person. Uh, but I like to tell people exactly what it means and what it says without the fancy words. That's why I'm hated. Because, uh, but not by my own uh, listeners here. You know, I'm not saying that you hate me, but I'm sure there's people listening to the show right now that hate me. Uh, you know, I, I know there's a ton of people that would just love to get their little grubby hands around my neck. And yet, I don't care. That doesn't scare me. That doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm not going to shut up. People need to hear it. So anyhow, let's get back to this article. Uh, the National Council on Supervisors of Mathematics called on public schools to change curriculum in order to advance social justice causes like combating privilege and oppression in mathematics. Now, the privilege and uh, oppression in mathematics, I'll tell you what this is here uh, at the end of the uh, article. Anybody that, uh, any listeners, uh, frequent listeners to the show probably already uh, have heard this story, but if there's a new person, that, that's why a lot of times I'll say the same things to different things uh, on the show. Uh, my loyal listeners know where I'm going with things, so you know they know what's coming. Uh, if you're a new listener and you've never listened to the show before, uh, I like to break it down for you as well, and then as you listen to the show, I hear more and more, uh, hopefully you do, then you get it. Uh, you get where I'm going. Uh, you understand what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, this is for uh, new listeners that I, I say the same things over and over. Uh, because as the show, uh, as the fan base uh, grows, or not so much fan base, as more people uh, listen to the show, uh that's good, because hopefully, if I have any new listeners this evening, you hear an article, and it, it may confuse you as I'm reading it, but as I break it down into common English, uh, hopefully, uh, you're sitting there thinking, oh, wow, you know, I never thought about it like that. Uh, this dude's right. Uh, he don't put it the uh, polite, po politically correct way. Uh, he says it how it is, and, you know, it's true. Uh, so hopefully, uh, that is the goal of the show here. Uh, back to the story here. The organization trains math teachers across the U.S. and Canada and aims to improve the world 
through better teaching of mathematic concepts. Now remember, uh, they're saying this is to improve the world. Uh, their latest statement says math teachers need to also include social justice in their lesson plans. A social justice stance requires a systemic approach that includes fair and equitable teaching practices, high expectations for all students, and high, uh, a high expectation. And we're going to get to all of this. Uh, access to rich, rigorous, and relevant mathematics, and strong family-community relationships to promote positive mathematics, learning, and achievement. Read the NCSM statement. Equally important, a social justice stance uh, interrogates and challenges the roles, power, privilege, and oppression play in the current unjust system of mathematics education in a society as a whole. Uh, okay, we're not going to wait till we get to the end of that because there's a, a bunch of uh, uh, good points here. Now, this, this says that... Uh, this plan intends, it aims to improve the world. Now, you tell me how dumbing America's children down is going to improve the world. Uh, it's not going to improve America, and it isn't going to improve the world if this, I don't know about other countries' schools or what they're doing. Uh, uh, I hope it isn't happening, but I'm worrying about where I'm living. I'm worrying about my country, my white Christian country. Uh, making all the students stupid isn't going to improve anything. Uh, and it says high expectations for all students. Uh, I did an article a while back, months ago, uh, to where uh, I believe advanced mathematics was going to be, and it was on the same lines as what they're calling this, equity, equality for everybody. But what was happening was the white children were advancing. They were able to take uh, a much higher uh, math mathematics program in school because they excelled at mathematics. Uh, you know what I mean? They they were well past uh, between 7th and 8th grade and probably even before, but they were well past your simple uh, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. They were ready for more. Well, this made the little uh, non-white kids in class look retarded. So uh, they they cut that until 10th grade. What it is is it's holding back the white children from a better education, from advancing themselves. And I said then, can you imagine how the white kids feel? Uh, go to school and they put in all this effort to get the best education they have. And the public system pretty much is telling uh, your child that could excel. No, you can't because the rest of your, uh, not all of your class is white. Uh, so we have to hold you back. So little stoop de doo that sits behind you has a chance to look smart has a chance to shine. A little stupid uh, can feel like he's something. Look, if you're too stupid to catch on to something, you're too stupid. Why should the rest of the uh, kids in school suffer? Uh, in California, they said mathematics was racist. 
Now, like I said, this was about a year ago. Now, here, this is the same thing, only they're twisting the words a little bit. And now saying privilege and oppression. What they mean is they think race because children are smarter than non-white children. So what they did in California about a year ago, and this is what the, uh, these numbnuts here are talking about, they want to, uh, in, in California, uh, they, they were telling the teachers, now I don't know if this was one school district in California or if it was the whole state of California, but what they told the teachers is, when you grade your students, grade by color, not by intelligence. Now that's not how they put it. In simple terms, that's what it was. Grade by color, not intelligence. So what they meant was, in school, a teacher now, now mind, this is the training that a teacher in California goes through. If uh, that teacher would write on a chalkboard, which they probably don't even use chalkboards anymore, but say they did, uh, the teacher wrote 2 plus 2 equals on the chalkboard. If a little white child raises their hand and said 2 plus 2 equals 4, because that child is an intelligent white child, which has the true correct answer, that is correct. Now, if little Toby raises his hand and says 2 plus 2 equals 3 while he's holding up six fingers, because he is an unintelligent black child, or other assorted non-white variety, because he is non-white and stupid, his answer is correct. Now, I just did an article not too long ago about a black family that was suing the school. Their child graduated and couldn't read. Graduated high school and couldn't read. Now, when you're talking about this in mathematics, too... Uh, then these little non-white children will graduate. They won't be able to read. They won't be able to uh, uh, solve the simplest math equations. When these children graduate and go off to college and they get some more indoctrination and puffed up, you know right now in America, if a white person and a black person goes for a job, a prominent job, uh, these employers are told to pick the black person because of equity, because they everybody equal. The same stoop-de-dupe that couldn't be educated in school is the same stoop-de-dupe that's going to take a job over your white child or over you yourself. And where do you think America is going to end up when it has, we already have stoop-de-dupes and non-whites in our government. Uh, now imagine them in businesses too. What you know where we will be? We will be a third world country, and we're heading there fast. Uh, you know, uh, we're allowing these scumbags to cross our southern border, free and clear, to come to America from third world countries because they are afraid, they are oppressed. And what they're doing is they're turning our advanced country into a third world country. Do you actually think these cockroaches are coming here because they give a rat's ass about America? Do you think they care about our culture, our heritage, our history? Have you not seen the statues being torn down? 
the flags being taken down, replaced with fag flags, and you don't get it? There's people that don't get it? You don't see what's happening? It's those two magic words called white genocide. And it's happening right here at home, right here in your white Christian country. And there's people that don't see it? How can you not see it? You know, I get so frustrated talking to people, these libtards and progressives, that you don't you I can break things down the way I do here on the show and they, they don't get it. They they will argue all day long. All day long. And I don't understand how people don't see what I see, and there's many people that see what I see. It's not just me. Uh, many like-minded people. So you know what I'm talking about when you try to talk to someone uh, to wake them up to what is happening, and they don't get it. Simple immigration. Now, not only this with the stoop-de-doops, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the little Tobies being made to look like uh, geniuses, just so they feel better, feel better about themselves. And, you know, unfortunately, there are white parents that uh, agree with this. There are white parents that have that much white guilt that they fall for this. Oh, yeah, stoop de doop belongs in the same uh, class as, as my intelligent white child. Oh, that poor little stoop de doop uh, you know, when Stoop-de-Doop grows up, we're in trouble. We're already in trouble. But imagine all these, and you know, especially, especially with a race with an average IQ of 70 already. And they're being put on a pedestal and, uh, you know, puffed up to uh, look smart. It's great. It's crazy. And, and so many people, uh, you know, they don't get it. Uh, immigration's another thing. Uh, the TV will show you all these little uh, uh, non-white kids laying along the banks of the Rio Grande because their parents used them as flotation devices uh, to get across. They were disposable. Uh, they send them to the border uh, unaccompanied. What family values? What family values these scumbags bring to America? Their kids don't matter to them. Do you think your white child does? Do you think these people are coming to build America? They're coming to tear it down. But they're they're gonna get they're gonna bleed us dry and get what they can beforehand. You know, they're they're already used to living like scumbags and drinking out of mud puddles. They couldn't advance their own country. What in the hell makes you think they're going to advance this one any? These people are a burden. They're albatrosses around our necks. They're the rope around our necks, is what they are. And, you know, people don't get it. All oh, that, that, that poor little child. That poor little child. Well, that poor little child is going to grow up to be the gangbanger the MS-13, uh, these other assorted uh, Mexican cartel, 
uh, the Bloods, the Crips. That's their future. That's their culture. That's their heritage. That's their history. You cannot take an uncivilized person, and now they're not even trying to uh, make them civilized. No, no, they want to bring back, they want to hold back the whites. They want to drag us to their level. You know, just suppose you were in a relationship, and uh, your girlfriend is a real scumbag. Uh, say you're, you're a white nationalist and you're trying to do good, but you have this crazy girlfriend. Likes to drink, does drugs, street whore. How long do you think you are going to be able to continue fighting for your white race when you're tied down to a scumbag? Now, you know that sounds harsh. But it's the truth. You can only be as good as the company you keep. And let me tell you, there is no scumbag worth hanging on to to keep you out of the fight for our race, for our country. None. Nobody. Uh, you know, I've I've come into contact with uh, several people. Oh, I can't do this, or I can't do that. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, uh, she isn't like-minded. You know what? Eventually I saw that proud white man that was so proud a few months before because his girlfriend isn't like-minded. Neither is he anymore. He chose lust over salvation, so to speak. So, well, did. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, that goes along with this article. Because there's people that think this is okay uh, to have happening. And it most certainly isn't. Uh, the story continues here. The NCSM called for teachers to acknowledge that current mathematics curriculum is unjust because it is grounded in a legacy of institutional discrimination based on one's race, ethnicity, class, and gender. Look, it boils down to if you're stupid, you're stupid. If you can't be educated, dumbing down white children isn't going to help either. You know, uh, if you have, okay, say you are in a relay race, and you have a, uh, now, and I'm not picking on amputees, so uh, don't take it that way. I'm not picking on amputees. I just can't think of a better way to... Uh, 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 make the uh, example that I want. So don't take this wrong. I'm not picking on amputees at all. But say, you know, like when you were in school and you were in gym class and uh, you were going to play softball or <coughs> football or, or whatever it was, a relay race 
uh, on a track field. Uh, you know how each team captain <clears throat> would pick from the class or the students that was there who they wanted on their uh, uh, race team, softball team, football team, whatever. Uh, it, suppose it was the track and field, and it was a relay race, and you had all excellent runners, but there was two people left to pick from. One had two legs, and one only had one leg. Are you going to uh, pick the person that you want, if you want to win, are you going to pick the person that you know will win the race? Or are you going to feel sorry for the person that has one leg and pick them knowing you're going to lose your race? You know, this goes far beyond a relay race. We're talking about our country now. Who would you pick? Well, if you're one of those that says, well, yeah, uh, our schools need to adjust so little t the little Tobies in the school system can look intelligent too so they feel good about themselves. Well, as you're making that decision, ask yourself, do you want to lose your country or don't you? Do you want to live in a third world country? Do you want your children to live in a third world country? Do you want your grandchildren to live in a third world country? And that's about as far as your lineage is going to go, if it makes it that far, when non-whites overtake America, when we are the minority. Your white grandchildren are about as far as a generation as you're going to have, because you're going to be wiped off the face of uh, not just the planet. You're going to be wiped off the face of the ground that America sits on. Uh, it all comes down to, um, and I've said this before, and I think recently on a show, uh, whites are known for their compassion, which compassion is good. But the downfall uh, of American, uh, white America and whites in general, even across the world, is uh, whites don't seem to want to turn their compassion towards their own race. They, want to, uh, they have compassion for everybody but their own. Well, that compassion is killing us. Uh, we're killing ourselves with our compassion. You know, we were compassionate enough to share from the fruits of our basket that God has blessed us with. Yahweh blessed us with everything we have, and we have shared that with the non-whites. Did we get a thank you? No, we get kicked in the nuts every day. Everywhere you turn around, we're kicked in the nuts. We don't get a thank you. So... um before you sit and have compassion for someone not of your own race, think about it first. Uh, if you have a non-white neighbor that you know is going hungry, there's white ones going hungry too. Help that white one. Help your own. They are your brother and sister. They are God's chosen. 
because, you know, the non-whites in America that are starving, their motherlands are the same way. Those people are starving, too. Why? Because they're, just, they're too stupid. They're too stupid to plant a seed, to plant a seed to get food. They're too stupid to filtrate water, to have fresh drinking water. Brothers and sisters, we can't fix stupid. Uh, so you know that compassion is dragging us down. Now I have uh, one more article that deals with this, and I will do this article and uh, call it an evening here. Uh, let's see. Ah, here we go. On a lighter note, and you know, I just love this guy. I wish every state had a governor uh, like him. This comes from, believe it or not, uh, CNN.com. So this is probably biased. Uh, this is going to be knocking this governor uh, coming from the Communist News Network. Uh, but the headline is, Florida rejects 41% of new math textbooks, citing critical race theory among its reasons. Now, what did I just tell you in that last article? Uh, if you don't believe me, uh, you know, uh, uh, probably a lot of people think that uh, uh, I just sit around and I pick on black people. That's not so. I wouldn't care if they were purple. If it was white people causing this problem, I'd be talking about them. It doesn't matter. They just happen to be black. They happen to be stupid. Uh, the statistics, the 70 uh, average IQ of 70, they're black. If they were purple, I'd be talking about purple people. It doesn't matter uh, uh, what non-white it is. This is a white Christian country. So, you know, I don't care what other color than white is the one causing the problem. That's the stories that I'm going to do, because that's what's affecting us as whites in our white Christian country. It's not because they're black. They could be purple, yellow, green, orange. Uh, it don't matter. It happens to be black people. Uh, here, uh, the Florida Department of Education announced Friday that the state has rejected more than 50 math textbooks from next year's school curriculum, citing differences, references to critical race theory among reasons for the rejections. Now there, if you don't believe me, the little Toby story, what I told you, why they are calling math racist. If you didn't believe that, here it is. Here it is. I don't have to sit here. Listen, I, I see so much news that I could puke sometimes. Uh, I don't have to make things up. I don't have to find articles to try to make the show juicy or make it interesting. This is what's happening. This is what's happening right now. <laughs> I don't have to dig for these stories, people. I skim through the news. I can pick out 10 articles for a show in about 20 minutes. 
and have them copied and pasted to the tablet to where I'm reading them in 20 minutes. I could do this show and do a part two in 20 minutes. Uh, in a news release, the department stated that 54 out of 132 of the textbook submissions would not be added to the state's adopted list because they did not adhere to Florida's new standards or contain prohibited topics. How do you interject critical race? Well, that's how you interject critical race theory. Grade by color. And that's, that's what it is. Uh, the release said the list of rejected books makes up approximately 41% of submissions, which is the most in Florida's history. Reasons for rejecting textbooks included references to critical race theory, inclusions of common core, and the unsolicited addition of social-emotional learning in mathematics, the release states. You know what? There's that fancy word, social-emotional learning. You know, the average parent, the kid comes home with a, a math book, and they see uh, uh, they're adding this to the curriculum, social-emotional learning. Most parents will be, oh, man, that sounds really good. Cool. Way to go, Junior. Slap in the back. Sounds good. Send them off to the bedroom to play video games for the rest of the evening. As long as they're letting the parent alone, that's all they're worried about. Send them off to the bedroom and, and think this is some great thing. Well, here's what it is. It's, dumbing down, it's to dumb down your child to make little Toby shine or appear uh, to shine. You know, not, every, not everything that looks golden is gold. Uh, critical race theory has become politicized in recent years with opponents arguing the area of study is based on Marxism and is a threat to the American way of life. But scholars who study it say critical race theory explores the ways in which a history of inequality and racism in the United States continues to impact American society today. What's impacting America's society today are the amount of non-whites in our white society, in our white Christian country. You know, if you want to be an uneducated uh, savage, this ain't the place to be. If you're okay sitting around being stupid, this isn't the place to be. If you think the answer to uh, one of your own facing consequences is to go out and burn cities, loot stores, rape, rob, sell drugs, sex traffic, this isn't the place to be. You know, uh, my, my uh, uh, saying is, get in where you fit in. Uncivilized people do not fit in with a civilized society, and we're seeing it today. And, unfortunately, you have uh, white people standing at the border with their arms wide open. Oh, we got to help these people. These people can't even help themselves. Is that our fault? Should we ruin our country? Should we drive America into the ground to suit someone else? Uh, Florida banned the teaching of critical race theory in schools in June of 2021. At the time, Governor Ron DeSantis said that allowing critical race theory in schools would teach children that the country is rotten and that our institutions are illegitimate. 
according to the ban, instruction in schools must be factual and objective. Everything in school should be factual and objective, not twisted. <coughs> not twisted to uh, uh, try to cause white guilt. Things should be factual and objective. And then if you're a non-white and you don't like that, get the hell out. Leave. By all means, leave. You know, instead of uh, uh, the Biden administration giving free rides, uh, plane rides, and um, uh, bus rides to these third world degenerates into the country, they should be giving these bus rides and flights out of the country. Uh, it specifically prohibits theories that distort historical events, including the teaching of critical race theory, meaning the theory that racism is not merely the product of prejudice, but that racism is embedded in American society and its legal systems in order to uphold the supremacy of white persons. Well, guess what? White persons are supreme. But no man made a supreme. God did. So how are you going to change that? You hate you're not gonna. But they're trying. They're trying to take your inheritance from God, is what they're doing. Uh, do you think Africa, uh, uh, do you think their school systems would change? You know, if, if white children were in African school systems to where uh, uh, these Africans saw how smart white children were, they would probably murder them. No doubt. I, I honestly believe that. That's what would happen. And would would white people, would 13% of white people in America go to Africa and call them a racist country, that they're based in racism because they lo love their own, in their own country? more than they do other people? Do you think you're going to go to Africa as a white person and those people are going to uh, open, uh, uh, welcome you with open arms and treat you as good as they do their own native people? Are you crazy? America isn't based in racism. America was founded and intended to remain a white Christian country. That's not racist. This is our country. This is our damn country. Just like all these non-white countries, they have their country. And they're allowed to do what they want in their country. But we're not? Really? If anyone is uh, uh racist against. It is the non-whites racist against the whites. And like I said before, that's jealousy. Uh, that cements my belief that uh, uh, Christian identity uh, is correct. These people know who we are. These non-whites know we as whites are God's chosen people. And it's jealousy. They hate us. Uh, Florida also banned teaching material from the 1619 Project, the New York Times Pulitzer Prize-winning project to reframe, reframe American history around the date of August 1619, when the first slave ship arrived on America's shores. Now, it wasn't the first slave ship that ever arrived on the shores of a country in America, 
might have been the first one that arrived here in America. There was a slave trade across the world, not just in America. If, if this uh, retard that wrote this book, 1619, uh, that come up with this idea, if this retard was smart enough to follow history back, she would find out that her own people had her own people enslaved in their own country. Black slaves were bought from black slave masters in Africa. They treated them much worse than the ones did here. At least in America, they were clothed, fed, housed. You know, kind of like what a job provides you. Uh, my opinion, they didn't want to work then, and they don't now. It's easier to ride the shirt tails of Whitey. Uh, the highest number of books rejected were for grade levels K through 5, where an alarming 71% were not appropriately aligned with Florida standards or included prohibited topics, three Lee said. See, the young children that they target. The most impressionable ages, kindergarten through fifth grade. This is where the indoctrination starts. As soon as your child is ready for school, kindergarten, these people have their clutches on your child. Homeschool people, www.whitepridehomeschool.com. Go to that website, homeschool. <coughs> Uh, despite rejecting 41% of materials submitted, every core mathematics course and grade is covered with at least one textbook, the release said. In a statement, DeSantis said he is grateful for the department's thorough vetting of these textbooks to ensure they comply with the law. It seems that some publishers attempted to slap a coat of paint on an old house built with the foundation of common core and indoctrinating concepts like race Essentialism, especially, bizarrely, for elementary school students, the government said. Hear those fancy words? Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis knows the base of them, too. He knows what they mean. He's not stupid. You're not going to fool Ron DeSantis with silly names. You know, names are uh, uh, being used for everything degenerate, just like uh, the LGBTQ plus uh, alphabet soup. Uh, <coughs> it boils down to, you know, they have bisexual, transsexual. Uh, I don't even know what some of the other letters mean. Those fancy names don't strip strip anything down uh, you're a homosexual period it don't matter what tag you want to use you're a homosexual plain and simple and we know what God thinks of homosexuals read about Sodom and Gomorrah it's not hard 
And uh, I got to mention this. I got a uh, message uh, on Facebook Messenger uh, from a loyal listener to the show. And uh, uh, he come up with a name uh, that I will probably use on the live show because I, I can use homosexual uh, here on this show and uh, say what I mean because I have more freedom of speech here on uh, White Pride Radio. Uh, but like for my live show, uh, Rust Belt Live, which is heavily censored, uh, you know, you can't really uh, say anything uh, there. Uh, but uh, Steve W. come up with a name uh, to use for homosexual and uh, uh, incognito, I guess we'll say, a type of way. And I said, uh, well, what is this name, uh, Steve, that you come up with? Alphabet people. Uh, you know, you can refer to homosexuals, queers, uh, on social media as alphabet people. Because the LGBT, you know, this alphabet keeps growing. Uh, it all means one thing. It means you're a homosexual. It means you're a queer. <laughs> you know, it don't matter what letter you go under. But, uh, 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 Steve, I don't know what you was doing here at home, just sitting around thinking uh, what you could call these people. Uh, uh, Steve is on Facebook, and uh, he sees people coming back from Facebook jail all the time, in and out a revolving door. Uh, so I don't know what you was doing, Steve, uh, just sitting there around the house with the wife and kids, uh, thinking what you could uh, post on Facebook uh, to where you wouldn't get put in Facebook jail. And anyhow, a great idea. Uh, Steve, come up with uh, alphabet people. I'm going to use that on the live show, Steve. Uh, so thank you uh, very much. So now, people, if you're on Facebook and you see a like-minded person using the word alphabet people, you know what you're talking about. It's a homosexual. And uh, you can thank Steve for that. Uh, Steve, we're going to make you famous, buddy. Uh, we're going to get this in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary uh, sooner or later. This will be like the OK sign, Steve. Uh, you started something. And uh, if you're a listener, if you're, when you're listening to the show, you remember this. Alphabet People is the new code name for uh, homosexuals. Use it. Spread it around. Tell everybody. Uh, we want this to get back to the uh, SPLC, the ADL, uh, uh, everywhere, just like the OK sign. And uh, we're going to have Steve to thank for that. Uh, so uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, there's your shout-out, buddy. Good idea. Uh, I am going to close out this Tuesday evening show. I will be back here Thursday, two evenings from now, April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio with the new The Rust Belt Klansman Show. Uh, I mentioned uh, my live show. It is called Rust Belt Live. That airs every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern on Podbean. Simply go to the Google Play Store, download the Podbean app, and set up your account. All you need to set up an account is an email address, no other nosy questions. Uh, every Sunday evening at, say, 6.50, uh, 
I try to start the loop of music at 6.45, but sometimes I'm a few minutes late, so we'll say 6.50. Get on your Podbean app and go to the live section where it shows you all the shows that are airing live at that time. Uh, scroll down through and look for Rust Belt Live. Uh, the profile picture for Rust Belt Live is a simple black background, and the words Rust Belt Live are in red and white letters. Uh, tap on the show. You will hear uh, this loop of music play. Uh, it's just a stupid little tune, no words. Uh, this loop of music will play until exactly 7 p.m. Eastern, and the show starts. Uh, Rust Belt Live is just like uh, this show, commentary, and then get into some news articles. But being live, uh, what happens on uh, Podbean uh, is people are listening to the show. They can send in text-type messages uh, with what they want to say. Everybody that's listening to the show can see that text. Uh, your name is not there. Uh, uh, what it uses is your email address, and it doesn't show your whole email address. It doesn't give the site uh, to your email. Uh, so like... Uh, the email here to uh, the Rust Belt Klansman show is rbk311 at protonmail.com. That wouldn't show on Podbean. It'll have rbk311. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't give the uh, uh, site of where uh, your email is. Nobody can get your email. But anyhow, that's how everyone is known uh, that's on the board. Uh, everybody can see whatever you type in. A lot of times people will talk back and forth on there amongst each other uh, about the article or uh, other things. You know, it doesn't matter what uh, anybody wants to talk about on there uh, amongst themselves. And you can also call in. Uh, there, Tap on the uh, phone receiver icon, and that doesn't automatically put you on the air, but that shows me on my dashboard that I have a call. Uh, I can tap a button on my dashboard, and that brings you on to the show live. Uh, you can voice whatever uh, you want to voice, add something to the article I'm doing, uh, voice something that maybe you saw in the news that irritates you or you feel is important uh, that everybody should know, and uh, you can come on the show and uh, do that. Now, like I said, it is heavily censored, so uh, don't come on using racial slurs. Don't come on talking of acts of uh, violence against other people. Uh, no hate speech uh, whatsoever. Uh, I don't need someone uh, ruining the show that I'm trying to build, so be respectful. Uh, but you are <clears throat> welcome to come on and type in whatever you want or uh, say whatever you want uh, to call in. and Give it a try. Uh, I just started. I did, uh, as everybody uh, that listens to this show knows, it was called Unfiltered uh, Live. And uh, that was on Saturday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that was starting to drop off. Saturdays uh, is a bad evening. Uh, it suited me more. But I realized Saturdays is a bad evening. Uh, people are off work. It's the middle of the weekend. People have families and their own things to take care of. Uh, so it was starting to drop off, so I changed uh, the evening to Sunday evening, and I always wanted to do a live version of the Rust Belt Klansman show, so 
that's what I did. Uh, Rust Belt Live. Now, I didn't put Rust Belt Klansman live because as soon as Klansman would have been seen on Podbean, uh, it would have been taken down, uh, knocked off the air before it ever started. So it's just called uh, Rust Belt Live. So check that out. Uh, also, look me up on uh, Facebook and VK. VK is Russia's version of Facebook. And ironically, you have a lot more free speech on VK than you do Facebook. You can post anything you want to Facebook unless you're uh, Fetzer. Uh, Fetzer listens to the show all the time. He's always there uh, on the live show. And uh, he heard me uh, promoting VK. Uh, Spencer made it for an hour. Uh, and he was banned. And all he did, he simply posted a video of uh, a Dr. David Duke speech about Jews. He was banned forever off of VK. I don't know anybody uh, that was banned from VK. Now, several years ago, uh, I don't know who was infiltrating uh, VK, but there was a big purge. Uh, to where a lot of white nationalists from different organizations uh, had their accounts uh, shut down. Uh, there was a very big purge, but uh, see, things seem to be going uh, really smooth on VK uh, now. They have been for a while, except for Spencer. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to keep making light of you too, Spencer, about your VK uh, experience, but... Uh, uh, I find it, I find it hilarious uh, that you only made it for an hour. Uh, I apologize about that, buddy. <laughs> uh, the email address here, if you want to uh, email the show with news articles, thoughts, suggestions, uh, anything you want to get off of your mind, you can email them straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at rbk311 at protonmail.com. RBK is all capital letters. That is rbk311 at protonmail.com. You can also call into the show now at code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voice message or a text message. You can text that number. Uh, I apologize, but I don't answer that phone. You can call in, leave a message uh, or a text. I simply just don't have time to uh, I talk to so many people. Uh, throughout the day as it is, I don't have time to answer uh, the phone to the Rust Belt Klansman Show. But I do promise you I listen to all the messages. I read all the text. And if it would be something uh, uh, with a question or, you know, something like that that needs uh, some attention, uh, I will call you back or uh, shoot you a text back, uh, one or the other. But, uh, you know, I normally uh, I just uh, I don't have time to answer it. Uh, my white brothers and sisters out there on the third day, April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern when I'm back here on White Pride Radio. Take care of each other. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, wow. Uh, brain fart. Uh, my white brothers and sisters out there, stay safe. There we go. Uh, boy, I'm getting to the age I have a lot of brain farts. I apologize for that, uh, folks. Uh, but my white brothers and sisters out there, stay safe, take care of each other, and stand shoulder to shoulder. Uh, be proud of who you are. And uh, my goodness, if you have children, get them out of public schools. Uh, please, uh, get them out of public schools. 
As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power! <laughs>